right, good evening. Hello, Jessica Hill and Gabriella Lilly. So tonight we are going to talk about all things Q4 domination for Amazon. So if this is your first, so chime in, if this is your very first Q4 on Amazon, maybe not on other websites. Um, and just a little housekeeping, you can post your questions either in Zoom or in the Facebook Live and we will answer them. We will go through, it's a lot of content. And then we'll also have a Q&A at the end. Um, so I'm gonna just go ahead and just get started because we do have quite a bit of information to go through. All right. Okay, good, everybody's on, okay, good. Oops, that's not what I wanted. Present, all right. So Q4 domination on Amazon, e-commerce empowerment. This is one of our mastermind group trainings. We do have people on the line that are, that bought this separately, um, but you know, the replay will live in e-commerce empowerment right here in the group. So we have a pretty big scope for tonight. So getting your business set up and ready, if this is your first year, if you're brand new to Amazon, your Amazon account, we're gonna talk about IPI. We're gonna talk about toy on gating and we will have examples. Hello, hello, hello. There's people joining. Um, sales rank, velocity, pricing, financial planning, time management, preparing supplies for shipments. We're gonna talk about FBA and merchant fulfilled shipments. Inventory planning, listing optimization, um, pay-per-click, so advertising, sourcing, inventory sourcing, RA, OA, wholesale, Black Friday, Kohl's specifically, inventory management, shipping, repricing, seller bench, plan of action, and we have a few more links that we'll share and then we'll do the Q&A. So if you have questions while we are, hi, 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 everybody's saying hi, um, feel free to ask them on the feed or if you are on live Zoom, then just go ahead either in the Q&A or the chat. If you're watching the replay, please do tag myself and Gabriella in your questions so we get that notification so that we'll be um, you know, ready to answer your questions. All right, you can go ahead on this one. So getting your business set up and ready. Um, if you do not have this set up already, what you're gonna wanna do is get yourself either an LLC or corporation and you'll need to have whatever reseller license is required in your state. These are all separate. Every state has its own requirements uh, and this will help you get a tax exempt as well as an EIN number and you'll do it in that order. You'll get your LLC or corporation first. For that, you don't have to pay anybody anything extra. You go right to your own government website and sign up for that and then um, set up your business bank account with those documents and then get liability insurance. You're gonna to need to have these documents in order to place your orders to get ungated with distributors to get your invoices. So super important. This is the absolute must number one step that has to be done. And then you can move on to everything else in our training. Right. And um, you know, we, liability insurance I have through State Farm, but you know, Ashlyn Hayden is the number one um, in e-commerce. So if you need connected to her, just PM us or I can, you know, get you guys in touch. Um, and then, I don't know what this means. Um, and then, yeah, so that's what I have to say about that. All right, go ahead. 
So when it comes to Amazon, the most absolute important focus should be your account health. Without focusing on your account health, there is no Amazon, no, Q, no Q4, no ungating. So this is your absolute main focus. You want to keep your account in good standing. You want to check your policy compliance section and shipping performance. So under your policy compliance, watch out for suspected intellectual property violation, received intellectual property claim, product authenticity customer complaint, product condition customer complaint, a listing policy violation, product safety customer complaint, restricted product policy violation, and customer product reviews policy violation. Your target for all of these is zero. So if something pops up on here, you need to take care of it ASAP. Right. And if you're in e-commerce empowerment, then we have templates to help you get resolution for the various, hi guys, for the various um, complaints that might come into your account. So if you need those, those are in um, e-commerce empowerment, but we are really looking for a nice, clean account that Amazon, hello Sarah, that Amazon um, is going to trust that we are doing our due diligence as business owners, because this is a business, selling on the Amazon platform is part of your business, and we wanna have those metrics really, really, really good. Um, so you need to have your account health in tip-top shape, um, and you just, you, you, you won't get ungated if you have a bunch of claims on your account. So you need to get those resolved. And, and you know, once you get resolution, they don't drop off for, for six months, but you just need that resolution email from Amazon. So that's where all of this, you really wanna have, you know, you establish your account and then you wanna make sure you're managing your, your account effectively. So if you, have, if you have any questions about that, let me know. Okay, and then so shipping is one of the things that is you have to have uh, as a metric, you have to have as really, really good, right? So you wanna make sure that you have a late shipment rate of under 4%, pre-fulfillment cancel rate has to be under 2.5%, and uploading valid tracking rate has to be over 95%. So this is for merchant fulfilling. And we're gonna talk about merchant fulfilling more um, in, a, in, a, in a few slides later, but you just wanna like, just get into the habit of merchant fulfilling Let's be honest, I ship everything within 24 hours because I do not want to get any of those claims um, or late, late marks on my account. And so um, if you're not prepared, if you decide to go you know, on a Labor Day holiday, put your, put your account on vacation mode so you don't miss any of those deadlines um, or you know, turn it off you know, vacation mode, turn it back on, whatever you need to do to make sure that your metrics are really, really great. And just a note on this, um, think about the weather because up in the East Coast, they had what was called a microburst. I know this because my in-laws live in Rhode Island and they had no power for three days. That means that unless you have a generator, right, that you might not be able to print your shipping. So at the first sign of really bad weather, whether it's a hurricane, tornado, whatever it is, have that be another thing that you have to think about, right? <laughs> so first, be safe. And then second, if you are doing Merchant Fulfilled, and this is really for any platform, not just Amazon, put your store on vacation if it's gonna be really bad or the moment your stuff goes, your power goes out. You know what I'm saying? So that, we literally just learned about this in the past couple of weeks. 
um, you know, not something you typically think about, but now that we are merchant fulfilling more just because of the pandemic, this was something that kind of like, oh, I should probably have put my store on vacation in the first couple of hours instead of letting it sit. And now it's three days later and I'm, I'm getting violations. Okay, so take care of anything you can take care of um, under your account health. So if there's any violation, be proactive and resolve it. Um, if your shipping performance has an issue, increase your shipping velocity. So what some people will do is they'll find a really, really high velocity thing, like a nail polish or like everything bagel seasoning or something, and they'll just go and sell like 20 of them in a day just to help, and then ship, 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 ship to help get those numbers back up, right? Um, for their shipping performance, for their merchant fulfilling. Um, do not ignore these. So I can attest to having two IP claims in 2017 that I simply ignored. I thought, okay, well, I deleted the listing, no big deal. Well, uh, that the, both of the claims, one was in May, one was in June. Guess what happened? I got suspended on December 5th for 51 hours which is a lot of money to be lost in Q4. And then, because I didn't take it down from um, Canada, because I had Canada enabled, I got resuspended. <laughs> so it was a pain. So I'm telling you to learn from me. Be proactive on any claim at all in your performance history. Be proactive in any of your shipping performance and make sure that those numbers are like nice and squeaky clean. Um, Tessa asks, how do you put your account under vacation mode? So if you navigate to um, account and then it should be, it's, it actually says going on vacation and you just click on that and then you can disable your uh, .com account. That's, it's pretty, pretty easy. Um, is there anything to be done for a used sold as new claim? You still need to resolve it, Megan. We do have that template in our, uh, in e-commerce empowerment. Um, so if you need help with that, but basically you're going to use the template. Um, I've had a couple of these before. They usually, it's nine times out of 10, it's because Amazon repackaged it, um, you know, refurbished it, repackaged it. So if it's not that, then um, PM me and we can, or just post in the group and we can massage that verbiage and get it resolved. But as long as you know that it was new and Nine times out of 10, you sold as new or just customers wanting a refund, which is kind of dumb, but um, I don't know exactly what yours is about, but the template's in, in the group. Okay. Okay, so we're gonna talk <laughs> IPI, which I think a lot of people, um, that was when she ignored. What if you have two IP claims and they've already gone off your account? You're fine. If, they, if you have had resolution on an IP claim, you've got the resolution email and they're just sitting waiting for the six months, you're fine. If you've got the IP claims and they've been resolved and they're off your account, you're good, you're good. Okay, um, so in the past month or two, right, we've been talking about IPI and really, um, you know, Amazon has, this is new. Like, you know, we've been on the platform for several years. Um, and what, it, what, in my opinion, this is, well, I can read these slides, but, um, what IPI is, it's a score because Amazon wants to be a fulfillment center. They don't want inventory to be stored for months and years. They don't want to be a warehouse. They want 
the inventory that comes in to be sold and then shipped to the customer. They want to be that fulfillment center, right? So now over the years, as they've grown, as the number of sellers grows over 3,000 sellers every single day sign up to sell on Amazon, um, they need to manage that warehouse space. So um, after your account health metrics, the next important thing is your IPI score. You need to really aim to have it above 500 now, right? So it used to be 300, used to be 400, now it's 500. Um, or you'll get storage limits on your account. So a lot of people have storage limits and you'll have to work with the amount of storage that you have. And then you need to have, um, then you need to merge and fulfill or do third party logistics, something like that, if you're gonna be a high volume seller. Um, so Amazon tells you exactly what they are looking at, excess inventory, your sell through rate, stranded inventory and in stock inventory. And you just wanna pay attention to all of those factors and do everything you can in your due diligence to manage it, right? So fix your stranded, stranded inventory and there's nothing can be done, recall or destroy, dispose, um, for high price errors, make sure you're, you're fix, fixing that by lowering the price or, you know, sometimes you have to raise it all the way up, bring it down. Sometimes you got to bring it all the way down, bring it up. Got to figure that out. Let's take a couple questions. Um, oh, no. Christy says there was no resolution. They just simply went, went off after six months. You're fine. You're fine. You're fine. Don't worry about that. Um, is there a template for a restricted product policy violation? Okay, so did you list, Linda, did you list something that was restricted um, and then they gave you a violation? And I have another question. Is there an appeal button? Answer those for me. Okay. I don't have a template for it, but, you know, we can think about what we need to do to resolve it. Okay, so let's talk about toy and gating. So a lot of people know, and if you're brand new uh, to selling on Amazon, toys are what is, I mean, everything, all, all categories, right? They all kind of lift up during Q4. So everything is lifted. There is just a sheer, a, a lot of people buying online, right? It's, it's the holidays. Um, and I think that this year is going to be even bigger because of COVID. Um, so we're, you know, silver lining, right? Um, we are thriving. 40% increase since March on Amazon alone, uh, number of sales, or 40% amount of sales, right? So every single year, Amazon has increased uh, the sales that they've had every single year. I wish I would have pulled those stats. Um, but this year, I think it's going to be even more, right? Because of COVID. So, but one of the biggest things that sells, one of the biggest categories that sells is toys. Um, so when you're looking in your account, you're looking to get, uh, to sell a product, um, you know, Disney, Marvel, Lego, Fisher-Price, VTech, <laughs> LeapFrog, there's so many, right? I like to just Google top toy brands <laughs> and see which 10 I need to get in because I always aim for 10. Um, and, and you see what's hot coming out and then also what movies are coming out, right? So last year we had Frozen 2 and that was huge, right? Still is huge. Um, so what, you, what you're going to need to do is you're getting ungated. So first you'll have to get ungated in the category of toys. And then you'll have brand restrictions, right? There'll be toys that you can sell, but not like the really good ones, right? Um, and for me, you know, Barbie, Disney, Nerf, Lego, like those are huge sellers for me, especially Target and Walgreens. Like those are two of my biggest stores we'll talk about um, that I literally make lots of money from. So we want to get ungated. 
So um, there are actual layers too. You might be able to get in ungated in Legos, Marvel, Disney, depends on what the toy is, if you can get ungated in several um, brands or sub brands, right? Um, so one invoice might be able to be used to get ungated in all toys, Legos, Marvel, and Disney. Okay, let's take a couple questions. Um, okay, what exactly does it mean? Does it mean I can only sell? Okay, let me scroll up a little bit. It looks like there might be another question that I might have missed from Tessa. Um, I don't, let's see. What, it, what exactly does it mean? Doesn't mean I can only store 200 items per SKU. So there will be, yes, so there will be a SKU um, inventory restriction. Like they're only gonna have at the ASIN level. So you'll have your storage limits for your IPI. Like you can, if you're unlimited, that's fine. Or if you have so many cubic feet. And then even at the ASIN level, they'll say the, the limit is 200 or whatever it is. Um, because they don't want to be a warehouse, especially for those big things, right? They want it to, they want it to churn, right? That's the name of the game. I listed months ago on a listing that was already there. They've taken the listing down now. Okay. Andrea is looking to help Linda. So after this, you guys just talk to each other, um, for restricted policy. Thank you so much, Andrea. Mwah. Yeah. Perfect. Okay, perfect. They're, they are working together. Teamwork. Okay. Okay. So let's talk about toy ungating. Okay. So the process of trying to get ungated. So you're going to go to your app, right? You're going to go to Lego or whatever it is, and it's going to say requires approval. Oh, we're going to talk about the merchant fulfills. We're going to talk about that, Sarah, in just, in just a few slides. Um, so you're going to go in there, you're going to, you're going to go into your app, you're going to put in Lego, it says request approval, you're going to request approval, and then it's either going to say, you've been approved, or it's going to say, please upload, it'll like navigate to your browser and it, it'll say, please upload an invoice from the manufacturer, okay? So if you're lucky, you'll get uh, auto approved, is what we call it, automatically approved, um, but sometimes you're not, right? So what you need is either a letter from the manufacturer or an invoice from the manufacturer or distributor for the item that you want to be engaged in. Um, if you're going through the invoice, we're going to go through the invoice route, right? Um, so an invoice is not the same thing as a receipt. So you cannot go to Walmart and buy 10 sets of Legos that are the same and use your Walmart receipt. That does not work. You need to go through a distributor like Sheffer or Entertainment Earth, or we have a couple other um, wholesalers and distributors that we're going to list. We typically use Sheffer. Their website is really clean um, I, and they don't, they don't re require that 35 minute conversation with their sales rep, right? Um, so Entertainment Earth is fine if you have an Entertainment Earth, um, you know, account. And I, I say open both accounts. So you will need those business documents. You need your EIN to open. Um, and I say go ahead and open both Entertainment Earth and Sheffer, just because um, you know, one might not have Lego, one might not have VTech. That way you can have at least two places where you can start getting ungated. Um, go ahead, did you have something? No, wait. Okay, okay. Uh, we're gonna talk about the list of distributors in just a minute, Danielle. Um, Amazon is very specific about what they want with your invoice. It has to be dated no more than 180 days old or six months, okay? It needs to be recent. It has to include your name and address. So if you are changing your address, don't 
like don't like wait or whatever or or put your new address make sure it all matches um when you are submitting these documents the rep on the other end and may even be overseas has a checklist and if they cannot check the boxes it will get kicked back um it has to have the name and address of your, your distributor or manufacturer um, and it has to have a minimum of 10 of the same item right um, so if we're talking clothing that's a little bit different because it can be under the parent but if we're talking about toys it has to be the same 10 lego sets or lego keychain which we're going to show in a minute um, once you purchase these items you have your invoice and upload it through the selling application and you usually um here between 24 to a month now, during COVID, um, we have had up to nine weeks. So um, I would do it today, <laughs> right? Um, start getting your ducks in a row for this as soon as you can, um, and it'll be worth it. Okay, so I use, um, so the audit process, we're just gonna walk through the audit. I'm gonna mute, there's some air coming out. Did you turn on a fan? Okay. Gabriella, I muted you. I don't know. There's a lot of air coming through. So um, I'm just going to mute you for just a second. Um, so yeah. Okay. So the audit process goes like this. You open the source website and this is for all on gating, but for Sheffer or Entertainment Earth, you're going to put in your brand. Let's just say it's um, Lego, right? And then you're going to sort. I always press the sort to the cheapest, right? I want to be the most affordable. Um, and then I'm going to open a second tab that will have Amazon, okay, Amazon.com, not your seller. And then I usually put Inventory Lab if you have it, because I like to go ahead and just create my batch. So it might say Lego Ungating Batch, right, whatever. Um, and then I want to have Seller Central open. So I'm going to have four total tabs. So we're going to put in our search. We're going to sort by the lowest price. We're going to, co I copy over just like the title. So if it says, you know, Marvel, Lego, whatever it is, um, and then I put it over into the amazon.com tab, and then I sort and see, okay, can I find it? Can I find it? Is it, and then once I find it, then I want to make sure that the brand is correct, right, for the listing, because people will create listings that have the wrong or like generic or whatever. We have to make sure that that, that brand, and then what I'm going to do is I'm going to take the ASIN from the top bar, and I'm going to put it into my Seller Central account and in the add a product. And I'm going to see if I'm gated, right? And then that's a winner. And then I make the batch in Inventory Lab and see if it's profitable or if I'm like breaking even, right? I will break even if I want to get Barbie or Lego or something. Because I know from experience that Barbie is huge for me at Target that, that first 10 days of December. Like I know it. I know it. So if you want to sell Barbie, then I know how to do it, right? So that's the audit process. So that's for everything. Everything that you are doing, that's the audit process. That's how we ensure that we're looking it up right. You don't want to just go to the website and like buy keychains that you have no idea if they're even listed on Amazon. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. Let's keep going. Okay. So this Marvel Lego Disney keychain you can buy actually on the lego.com website. So it is not a guarantee. Ungating is not guaranteed because I don't know the metrics of your account, but we've had a lot of people do this. We've had a lot of people buy this Lego guy, 10 pieces, 
you're making around 43% return on investment or 25 bucks. You're actually still making money. You know, maybe this will change if a bunch of people do it, but at least you're going to be able to get, you know, the opportunity to be ungated in Lego, Marvel, Disney. And then if you need toy, the toy category, that would be the first one, toy category, Lego, Marvel, Disney, right? So this has worked for people. And so I'm reporting, report back if it works for you. Um, it is a rather affordable, a, affordable ungating um, compared to like Nagy, right? Um, so this is, and, and of course, everyone will get the slide deck. Um, so you can literally just click these links and, and do the ungating. Okay, so we have a, uh, there's a, a toy direct directory of suppliers, over 700 um, in, in this free directory, and you'll get the slides. So Danielle, you'll have plenty to sort through. Um, people also go to trade shows when we are allowed to, right? Um, so trade fair dates, toy fair in New York City. A lot of people go to that every single year. Um, and then to toyfaireverywhere.com, right? So those are a couple of places. And then Sheffer, Entertainment Earth, well, EE Distribution is Entertainment Earth Distribution is what it is. Um, and then Yo-Yo, this one is a Canadian website. Douglas Cuddle Toys, Funrise, Play Monster, Toys. You can also use these for your own website, just so you know. So you'll get the um, PDF document of this. You can click right into all of these. But you know, from our experience, Sheffer, EE Distribution, that's what you want to focus on because um, that's what we have experience with. And in our toy on gating, that's, Sheffer is where all of my examples are coming from. Okay, um, Chris is going to try it. Um, and then Andrea is telling, is showing me her document. So thank you. I am so glad you found our group too, Danielle. We, you, you get those student loans paid. Okay. And then let's see. That's it. That's it. That's it. Okay. Now I'm unmuting you. Okay. You're like, you don't have to unmute me. Real quick. So, um, yeah. on this list, there are a couple of Canadian websites and there's one from the EU. So if you are in Canada or in the EU or selling in those areas and need to get ungated, you can try to use those websites specifically, but you can also tr still try to use some of the US sites for the other areas. I don't know exactly how that works, but there are some specific ones here for Canada and the EU for ungating. Right. So and you can use the, I think this is a yo-yo one. Or, uh, no, not the, the one under the yo-yo is a Canadian one. So you can use that for Canadian on gating. Right. And the trade category. if you are in the UK, you just need to check the website and see if they'll ship to you. Because that's mm -hmm. really all you need. Because it's still a wholesaler. So if they'll ship to the UK, then they are available for you to use. Because um, they are a toy wholesaler or distributor. Um, so I have had some international people in the group. And that was definitely a question we wanted to, to touch on. I love it. I love it. It makes me so excited. Um, so you'll get the current toy ungating guide. I'm just going to go ahead and click on it. That way you can see I linked all the stuff, right? Um, Sheffer was so easy. Yes, I love Sheffer. Um, but they don't have the same quantity of brands, right? So Carolyn, you have to, for Sheffer, you just have to check every week. That's what I do. Um, and then I can see what, um, oh, Preetha says, I got engaged in Lego, Disney, Frozen, and Star Wars thanks to our group. Woohoo! Look at you go! Um, so, in our toy ungating process, if you scroll down, this is just basically what I just said, um, with the exception of, oh, the application process. Okay. Um, so, I have a Barbie, 
Um, these are just examples. I have a Star Wars. Sometimes they're out of stock and they come back in stock. Hot Wheels, that's a big one. Um, Nerf is huge for me and this one's really cheap. So I love that one. Uh, Fisher Price, that's a big one for me when I'm going to Walgreens. Hasbro Gaming, Target, Walgreens, and Walmart. That's where I buy my Hasbro Gaming um, during, Q during Q4, specifically during Black Friday week. VTech, that's definitely Walgreens for me. Crayola, that's kind of everywhere. Um, Disney, right? Um, those are the examples. So when you click that link, you'll have all of these examples. And I don't know, oh, this is the title of it. That's why I was like, this looks weird. Um, so that is what you want um, to click through and get that document. Um, so if you're in e-commerce empowerment, we have um, automotive, topicals, baby topicals. There's a whole bunch other of other ungating resources in unit 18. So if you're brand new to the group, navigate to unit 18, not just toys, right? But toys is kind of like the Q4. So if you're not in e-commerce empowerment, ecommerceempowerment.com slash start to join, or you can get um, additional ungating in our Gumroad store. All right, you can have this one. Okay, so sales rank, velocity, and pricing. Sales rank fluctuates all year long. Um, so they have their own ranking system and the closer you are to one, the more popular the item is and the further away you are from one, let's say ranks at a million, it's not so popular. So that's how Amazon ranks products. So even though they rank it this way, that number means something different at different times of the year. So an item that is selling well in Q4 may not sell so well in January or beyond or it could still sell very well. So to find out, you need to check Keepa and see if it's still doing well after and to help you make your buying decisions. So the sales rank in December will mean something different than the same number in January or May. For example, if a grocery item is ranked at 100,000 throughout the year, it might sell for 50 items a month. But in December, that same 100,000 rank might sell 250 items in that month. So you have to keep that in mind too when you're going into Q4 versus the rest of the year with those numbers and what you've sold throughout the year with that rank. So use information to plan your inventory accordingly. So one of the things that I have sold hundreds of um, is a Minnie and Mickey Mouse tree skirt. I won't tell you where I get it, but you can figure it out yourself. Um, and always when you, I'm just navigating over to um, Keepa. So if you're not familiar, Keepa is our data, data website. Like Keepa has all of the data for like almost every single ASIN, which is a ridiculous amount. It's like hundreds of millions of ASINs on all of the platforms. Um, so what I'm showing you here, if you're brand new, right? I'm showing you this Mickey and Minnie print uh, satin tree skirt that sells obviously in Q4, right? Uh, not, not so much in other, um, as you can see, uh, in other months, the sales rank is over a million. So if you see my cursor, it's kind of, it might be a little bit hard. It might be a little bit small, but if you, you know, once you get Keepa, Keepa, Keepa and Inventory Lab are the first two tools that we, we, we tell you you need to get <laughs> because you can't really dive into your data until you get Keepa for data, like tra tracking your product and gathering data about the products you want to sell. And then inventory lab, which we'll talk about later, uh, which is your inventory management software. So as you can see over here, um, we're looking at the rank. It's a million, a million, a million, a million, a million, way more than a million. We had a couple sales in July because that's probably Christmas in July, like a couple sales. Okay, cool, cool, cool. But then you see 
in December, it drops down to like 82, right? Um, and I'm selling, I, I literally purchased these via retail arbitrage. I sell that, I send them in, I sell them. And it's, um, I make a lot, around 60% return on investment. So um, you can see that that, you know, that rank, sales rank, 91,000, all the way down from over a million, right? Okay, so we have a couple, um, we have a couple, uh, we have a couple questions. Do we need to set up a wholesale account to buy on lego.com? No, people have just been buying lego.com. Um, Nadine wants to know, is Crayola a restricted brand? Nine times out of 10, they are restricted. I mean, your, your account might vary for all brands. Everybody's account is different. Uh, the Amazon gates open at different times for different people, right? Because I was auto-approved for Nike and Under Armour. I didn't have to do that. So, but not for Adidas, right? So um, your account might be different, but nine times out of 10, Crayola is a restricted brand. Carolyn says, thank you, Carolyn. She says she used art supplies wholesale for Crayola for some colored chalks. Thank you so much. And um, Carolyn says that um, they also have at Art Supplies Wholesale 3M, which is a, a, like an office supply brand. So that's great. Um, how do you do retail arbitrage without an invoice? You will be um, using your receipt. So Danielle, I would um, encourage you to navigate to the retail arbitrage basics and advanced training for that. Um, I think it's like unit two and three or something like that. Um, so go ahead and navigate to those app, not right now, right? We're, we're taking this class now and then you can take that class tomorrow. Okay, um, Greg, we're gonna talk about merchant fulfilling during Q4. I absolutely do it. Um, I'm actually still merchant fulfilling all year long right now at this point. Um, but you know, the velocity and also FBA. So I'm doing both, it's up to you, but we're gonna talk about that. Okay, so. For that example, you can see that Keepa is what you need to look at for every single product that you are purchasing um, to get that data, right? All right, now you're all gonna try to find those Mickey and Minnie tree skirts. And there's 40 people on, okay. <laughs> Let's see, oops, there we go. Do you wanna do this one? Yeah, so. Um, no, it, we're still on this one, I'm sorry. Yeah, so we're still doing the sales, yep. Uh, so you can also use uh, tactile arbitrage by going to the analysis and tactile edge section, and it can integrate with Keepa, and it will show you the estimated monthly sales of an item. Okay, so I'm gonna show that. So for those that, hopefully I'm still logged in, okay, good. So for those of you that are doing um, online arbitrage, which we'll talk about, um, one of the tools that is used by most of the people in the industry is called tactical arbitrage. Tactical arbitrage is a web scraping tool. Um, you will set, we are not gonna go deep into this. I'm just gonna show you a couple of things, um, but you set your filters and then you scan websites. That's a super high level and you see what's profitable. In one of the columns, it says estimated monthly sales. Now, tactical arbitrage is talking to Amazon, is talking to Keepa, is talking to all of these different um, I have Camel, 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 um, Jungle Scout is talking to all of these websites, right? To get the data that you want for the listings that are online. And one of the, one of the filters is estimated monthly sales. So they will have, um, for this Neutrogena product, Beach Defense, um, usually there's about 5,400 
estimated monthly sales across all variations. What I, I would assume that the variations are probably different SPF levels, right? Um, so that is one way to see um, what the estimated monthly sales is. Okay. Present. Okay. So come up with a pricing strategy. It is best to sell uh, as quickly as possible to turn over your inventory. Ideally, it's better to sell as fast as possible than it is to sit on it in hopes of a higher profit margin. However, it is a balancing act because if prices tank at the beginning of December and there's enough velocity, you could hold out to get a better price. Like for example, the sunscreen, you saw that there's 5,000 of them that are sold a month. So don't worry about that. So you just have to do a balancing act. It depends on the product. And then you can use Keepa to check last year's pricing trends to help you with this decision. So you can see, did the price bounce back after those first few weeks of December or did it stay down? Did it go up? Did it go down? So make those decisions based on last year's data. And you might think like, this is one thing that I really kind of learned. Um, you might think that every year everything's new. Well, it's not. Like there are certain toys that are the exact same toy that sell every single year from Walgreens. And I know because I've been doing it and um, like people will go and they'll, they'll decrease their price because they want to get out because they're like nervous. And I'm like, nope, because I know on December 14th, December 15th, the price is going to go right back up after they sell out. So I, those are things that I have historically known um, that will sell. And plus I get it for like $3. So it's not going to be a heavy loss. And not only that, these toys sell all year long, you know? So, um, I just didn't know that. That's one of the things that I have learned is that they're actually toys that sell the exact same toy that comes out every single year. I thought all the toys were brand new every time, <laughs> every time, but they're not. There are brand new toys and there are brand new versions of toys, but there are some classics, like they're kind of like seasonal replants, right? Okay, go ahead. So optimize your finances by checking your lines of credit with your bank and looking at your credit limits on your cards. Ask for credit limit increases or lines of credit with your bank. And keep in mind, this is not for everyone, right? So you need to be disciplined. You need to understand that this is a risk. You have to do your due diligence here. There's always risk associated with borrowing money. Use cards with rewards or cash back. You can also use websites like Rakuten to save more money. You can use discount cards, coupons, mail-in rebates, and promo codes whenever possible. Some of these can be purchased through eBay, and you can also get a coupon book. If you go into the post office and say that you're moving, they'll hand you a coupon book over the counter. Uh, and the quicker you can turn your cash back into cash in your hand, the more money you can make. So the goal is to turn over your inventory as quickly as possible. So if you hear anybody talk about turn, that's what it is. People talk, turn their inventory a minimum of three times a year, seven times a year. So that's what the turn is. The quicker you can do this, the more money you can make. So on Amazon, some accounts are eligible for daily payouts. Go to your account to see if you see a button. It will, it will literally say, daily payout. If you are, you can hit the request, it's just the request payment button and you get money faster. Now, if your account is not eligible, you can use a service provider like Payability and you'll get your funds quicker that way, but they do charge a small fee. Right. And I have more information on Payability if you need it. Okay. So on my account, I do have the request payment button. Uh, and I don't know what the reasoning is. Like I've heard newer people have it and some older people don't. I, I don't know how Amazon decides it, but just go to your account to find and, and see if you have it. And if you do, that's great. Right. And if not, there's payability. That's annoying. I don't have it. I wish I had it. Okay. 
Um, so let's talk about time management because this is what you aren't going to have time, right? Um, and it's so, I don't know, for me, it's so adrenaline, it's such an adrenaline rush that I can literally, um, you know, buy stuff in the store, list it from my cart, like from the checkout and then have it sell if, for Black Friday, let's be real. So I'm going to be shopping for 12 hours on Black Friday. Some of the stuff I'm going to be listing right from the store and it will start selling within 24 hours, sometimes within an hour. So um, you're going to need some help, right? Um, and so one of the things that I've learned is to delegate. Um, so I have a prep assistant. Um, I enlist in shoppers, preppers, anyone that can help you. Um, I have a cleaning lady that comes in during Q4. She actually comes in all the time now. Um, so you can focus your work such as house cleaning, babysitting, pet care, running errands or meal prepping. Okay. Um, so think about it. If you can go shopping and you can profit $200 in an hour, then have someone else clean the house, right? Um, because your work cleaning the house is, you're basically losing money, right? If you're not able to go and do the sourcing that Q4 can bring, especially if you have daily payouts, right? Or payability. Um, create, I like to do block scheduling. I like to have Monday, Wednesday, Friday. So for me, I like to do, um, well, mentoring Monday and Tuesday, and then I like to do sourcing and shipping, um, Wednesday and Thursday, and then Fridays are my catch up. So I'm doing my all SKU campaign, making sure my repricer is up. I'm ordering supplies. I am catching up with my CPA or my bookkeeping, whatever it is. Like that's kind of like my administration day, right? Or I'm shipping that next box, right? So in Q4 though, on Fridays, I typically list anything that I haven't shipped and I will have them merchant fulfill until Monday, uh, listed as merchant fulfilled until Monday. And then I will remove those from a merchant fulfill and I'll send them in to SBA. Now it might be a little bit different this year because of COVID um, and because of the long check-ins in Q4, they do, we already have longer check-ins because of the sheer amount of sales that's um, coming and going from Amazon. So it's best to do, get as much as done as you can early. Um, so th those are like, kind of like how I think of it, right? Um, so I'm going to be shipping a lot more Merchant Fulfilled this year. I have a feeling, um, but create a block scheduling. And then of course, schedule time with your family. If you have to literally turn your phone off and, or, or put it on airplane mode, which is what I typically do and leave for two hours and spend time with your family. Like, don't forget it is still the holidays, right? Um, okay, so one of the things that we uh, have been talking about are like, okay, if we're gonna merge and fulfill, I need to know what shipping supplies I need, right? Um, so J Jameson says, I'm a trucker, I need a secretary. Well, you might need to hire a VA or something, yeah. Um, so things to think about, I, I typically order my supplies in September to get them in October. Um, and I actually buy about 250 to 300 boxes in preparation for Q4. And then I usually end up buying more at the end of, of, of November. I typically use Uline, but um, that's only because they're really fast. You can use Home Depot, Lowe's, wherever you need to get them. Okay, so things you wanna consider is poly bags. So um, six by nine, eight by 10, nine by 12, 11 by 14, 14 by 20 sizes, all different sizes, depending on what you're gonna be selling. I do sell a lot of plush. So I'm gonna be getting like those, um, I actually have a whole bunch of examples. 
right here. So I have these um, great big poly bags. And the great thing about these great big ones is anything can fit in it. Um, so I usually get a, like maybe 200 of these. I put a lot of um, plush and um, I can also fit things that, so if it's in a box but it's half in a box and then the rest is like you can touch it, then I'm either going to shrink wrap it, bubble wrap it, or poly bag it. You, you, if, you, if you can touch it, you need to prep it because you don't want anything getting on it in, in the dirty warehouse. I will as always assume that the warehouses are filthy because they have groceries in them. When you have groceries, you likely have rodents. I know this because I used to volunteer at the food bank. Okay, um, so box sizes, um, six by 12 by 12. They have 12 by 12 by 12, 18 by 18 by 16, 24 by 18 by 18. Nothing over 24, right? Because it's 25, then it's an oversize, unless, <laughs> unless you're doing oversize. And nine times out of 10, I'm going to Franken box it. So if you've never heard of Franken box, it's where you take two boxes and you, um, you know, turn them upside down, you put them together, you tape it all around. Um, and I could probably bring up, a, a, you know, some pictures of that. Tape, tape guns, right? So I wanna teach you, you need to have more than one, okay? Because believe me, oh, I have three, and uh, because they break, especially if you're shipping and shipping and shipping and shipping and shipping and shipping, and then boom, it breaks. You only have one, now you have to go to the store. 45 minutes later, you could have been doing something else. So get two minimum, please, because don't be me. Don't like, don't break one, right? <laughs> okay, bubble wrap, air pillows. Oh, I didn't bring those over to my desk, but bubble wrap, air pillows. Um, bubble mailers. So I have my bubble mailers. These are um, gray. You can't see. Um, I have a I have a couple different sizes. These are white. Um, and then I also have poly mailers, right? So my I could ship a plush in this. I don't know if you can hear me. Um, I could ship a plush in this as well, right? Um, I always get gray, like gray, something bland. Uh, I don't really, you know. Um, if I'm selling on Etsy, then it's going to be unicorns, but that's here, neither here nor there. Um, bubble mirror, various boxes, right? For FBA, you need FBA boxes. You need, um, I also have, um, like I have these and I would order, if you're going to do USPS, I would order, these are my, some of my Etsy orders. Um, I would order them now, like right now, like today. Um, labels, labels. Labels. I have these little sticky, these are little sticky round things that I secure things. I have these. Oh, here's my other labels. I have, if you don't have a thermal printer, it might be the time to, to get one because it's like amazing. So four by six labels, two by ones or whatever size you do your FN SKUs, thermal printer, and then of course the Scotty pillars. I have my Scotty pillars. Okay. And you might want, um, we have more information, like more shipping supplies and examples and links in e-commerce empowerment. Let me, hold on a second. We have a bunch of questions. Da -da -da. When you ship to FBA, you put toys like Lego boxes in a poly bag. No, if it's a box all the way around, I, I make sure, make sure that it is secured, right? I make sure that it's not, if I need to put another piece of tape, I will, um, in like the box openings. And then um, I just put my FN SKU right over that UPC. So you do not have to polybag it unless you can touch it. If it is a Fisher Price toy that is like a little round toy that you can touch, like half of it is a, a box and then it's like a pre presentation on that shelf, then you're gonna want to cover that. But if you can't touch it, it's no big deal. Okay. 
do the MF boxes need to be totally blank or can they say the manufacturer on like Lowe's? You can get away with that. I prefer to have just blank boxes. Um, I would refer to the terms of service, but I think, I, I mean, I think it's okay to, I, it shouldn't say Walmart, that's for sure. Um, if you can get just plain brown boxes, that would be great. Okay. Um, where did you get those really big polys? I have a play sets that I couldn't find polys anywhere. I ended up shrink. So shrink wrapping is fine. Um, I got these uh, from Uline, I believe. Uline, Amazon, eBay. Um, these are great, 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 great big. These are also good for um, uh, union suits and pajama sets. Okay. Amazon, yep. When you ship poly bag, when shipping toys, you need to put it in a box too. Um, I'm not sure about that. Where can I get labels for merchant fulfilled shipping? Four by six labels is what I use right here. Here's a, this is, this is a merchant fulfilled shipment. Let me cover this. Um, so this is for Amazon, like this tiny little thing. This is just one of my little products that I've been literally shipping every single day. Um, and I just use my four by six, but you can get free labels. Like if you have just a regular printer, you can get free labels from UPS. So go on the UPS website and see what they'll give you. Um, I have a thermal printer, so I use thermal printer label four by sixes, um, and I just print them, and then I just stick it right on my, this is one of my merchant fulfills from today. Okay, let me see what else. Um, when you ship poly bag, when shipping toys, you need to put it in a box too. You have to ship, you have to ship everything in a box when it goes to FBA. I'm not sure the question. Can you rephrase that for me, Tessa? Okay. Let's keep going. Now I have all my supplies all over the place and they're annoying. Okay. Okay. This is fun. I'm excited. So I have 200 poly bags to give away, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to show you how big they are. The first person either on zoom or on live to guess the size of these 200 poly bags wins them. You guys will, you will PM me your email address. So what size, are these poly bags? I don't want to show you because then you'll know. Here, maybe if I stack them, you won't be able to. Okay, so if you guys, whoever chimes in first with the size, I just said a whole bunch of sizes in the previous slide. Whoop, there you go, there's your chance. So whoever chimes in, and we don't have anybody chiming in, so maybe there's a, a lag. But who, oh, 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 someone chimed in in the chat. It's not 12 by 15. It's not 20 by 24. It's not 18 by 24. <gasps> hey, Vicki, guess what size these poly bags are? It's not 9 by 12. It's not 14 by 12. Keep going. Not, not 9 by 12. Getting hotter. It's not 8 by 10. They're getting hotter. Robin, guess how big these poly bags are? Not 9 by 12. Keep going. You can guess as many times. I don't care. 11 by 14, nope, not 16 by 20. Ooh, this is good, not 12 by 10. Ooh, I'm getting excited that nobody is answering. It's not eight by 10, it's not, it's six by nine. Carolyn is the winner. Good job, Carolyn. So um, just give me your address. Carolyn is the winner, six by nine, 200 poly bags coming her way in a, in a priority mailer, because you know, okay. All right, cool, cool, cool. So that was really fun. Sorry, Cindy. It wasn't eight by 14 or nine by 12. Good guesses. Okay, good job, good job, good job. So Carolyn is the winner. Okay, 
Oh, I love that. That made me really excited. I really like that. That was really fun. We should do that more often. Okay, you can go ahead with this. I'm going to so inventory planning. So if this is your first Q4, you want to track everything that you do. So what that means is keep a list of all the sales cycles at the stores you're going and you're getting your Q4 inventory from. Uh, if this is your second or 10th year doing Q4, start looking at the last year's information of where you went and what you got. So what did you sell? Where did you get it? What was the most profitable item items? Did you get enough inventory or can you get more this year? So track everything you buy and everything you order online to also make sure that you get your items, that they're correct, make sure that nothing is damaged or expired, and then check the prices. And I do this often, and you'll notice that uh, sales pop up after you buy something. So check your prices, and a lot of different stores will offer different reimbursements depending on the store policy. Some will give you the, the refund of the difference um, if it's within 10 days. Some will do 14 days. Some will do a month. So just keep your receipt. You don't need to have the physical product. Keep your receipt, and if you notice that something that you've already purchased, the price has gone down after you've purchased it up to a month later, then contact the store and get a reimbursement. Okay, hold on one second. Okay. Uh, tag me. We might we might have to have two winners because Jameson. Someone else. Yeah, because Jameson might have said it first, but I don't see I don't see it. Okay, so yes, so check your prices. Yeah, Q4. So for me, I I audit all of my inventory lab. So this is a nod to inventory lab, right? If you don't have inventory lab, it's very important, and not only important for your inventory management, but also important for the future, right? So. I audit literally every single month of what I did last year in the same month, what suppliers and everything. So nod to inventory lab or whatever inventory management software you can get. Okay, listing optimization in all SKU campaign. So we have the document on all SKU campaign um, that you can reference. And I have all of the little links, right, on, on what I'm go how to set it up. Um, so just what it is. An all SKU campaign is a, I, it's a two cent campaign that I set up and I list all of my SKUs because I'm retail arbitrage, online arbitrage. And so it doesn't, it's not private label, right? I'm not selling one product that is for one specific niche with one specific set of keyword, keyword phrases, right? I'm selling all kinds of stuff from all kinds of niches and all kinds of categories and all kinds of everything, right? So how do I um, advertise that? So what, we in the industry, retail arbitragers and online arbitragers have done is we set up an all SKU campaign. I refresh it every single Friday. And then um, I add all my SKUs and then I do an automatic, uh, automatic like what Amazon will, automatic targeting, right? Um, and then that way I, um, let's see. <laughs> okay, I'll, Jameson, don't worry, I'll figure it out. It's really no big deal. I've, I actually have a thousand fly bags, so it's fine. Um, I will figure that out. No, no big deal. Seriously, no big deal. Um, I will check that later. So, so if you're looking to do an all SKU campaign, click on the link. Um, make sure your listings are optimized, right? And I would just start optimizing anything now. Get acquainted with editing a listing, adding keyword keyword phrases to the title, the bullet points, the description, and then if you can add more images. Um, you know, eight, six to eight, as many images as you can. Um, obviously the first image needs to have a white or transparent background. 
and just optimize because you could find listings for even like that, um, even this, right? So one, two, three, four. What if you had a couple more images, right? Um, and adding those to the listing because Amazon likes optimized listings. They're going to show up more in the algorithm and your customer, the keyword, keyword phrases, they can't find your listing if the keyword that they're searching for is not in your listing. So they're typing Mickey Mouse tree skirt. Well, if you don't have Mickey Mouse tree skirt, they're not gonna find it, right? So you want to go ahead and get anything and everything optimized that you can, especially if you have like a bunch of something. So what I do, you're like, all right, Joss, what do I optimize? I optimize the things that are the oldest and then the things that I have more abundance, right? So if I have 30 of something, I'm going to optimize that before the thing that I have a one of, right? So those are my strategies. Um, and then the, the high and dry of all SKU, Seller Central Advertising Campaign Manager, create campaign, all SKU, five bucks a day, your business model may vary. I put it at $100 a day during Q4. I want it. Um, my ACoS is 4%. So for me, I'm completely willing to spend 4% of whatever to get those sales. Okay. Um, so with that being said, um, if you start running an all SKU campaign and your ACoS, or wait, now they changed it. Anyways, if it starts being really expensive, then you need to relook at it. So that's why, um, actually, I think I put the link twice. Um, you want to follow that to make sure that you're doing it right. If you have questions, you can post them in e-commerce empowerment. Okay, inventory sourcing. Um, so think about how you're going to be sourcing, right? Uh, we're talking about Q4. We're not specifically talking about RA, OA, or wholesale. So we'll talk about each one. So there are three main ways to obtain inventory. Retail arbitrage, walking into pretty much any store and um, purchasing inventory to sell on Amazon. Online arbitrage is where you order your inventory online to sell on e-commerce sites, specifically Amazon. Um, wholesaler or distri distributor, you order your inventory direct from other businesses um, and then you sell them online, right? So those are the three main ways to obtain it. Obviously, if you're doing private label, that's not what we're talking about today, but that's another, another business model. Private label, white label. We don't teach that because we're not experts. So let's talk about retail arbitrage. Um, uh, if you, you know, are in e-commerce empowerment, you'll want to review retail arbitrage basics and advanced classes to which we have been teaching since last April. Um, we have those in the units way above. <laughs> I think this is unit 44, so and I think it's like unit three or something. Um, and what you're gonna wanna do is uh, master the store. So if you're brand new, right? If you're Danielle, brand new to the group, um, you're, what I do is I master the store closest to me or more abundant, right? For me, it's Walgreens, the store closest to me, and I have a billion zillion of them here in St. Louis, right? So I'm going to master that store. When I talk about mastery, I'm talking about learning the sales cycles, learning how to use their coupons, or if, if they have this one, you know, Walgreens has balanced reward points, really learning how to source effectively at that store. Once you master that store, repeat it with the next closest or most abundant, right? So for me, I have Dollar General, I have Walmart, and then I have Kohl's. Those are my, and then I have Target, right? So those are right here in my little Harvester, Missouri. This is right here in my little area, right? 
So I want to master the stores that are nearest me. And then I also want to master the stores that are most abundant in my region, right? A Q4 is amazing for RA. My heavy hitters, Walgreens, World Market, Big Lots, Home Depot, Lowe's, Walmart, Target, and Five Below. Those are my eight stores. That's what I know. That's what I do. I know my rotations. Um, and I also know what sells, right? Because I've had many years of experience. Um, and so for some of these, for World Market, Home Depot, Lowe's, um, we, we touched on it earlier, but you can uh, usually find coupons on eBay. I didn't add this in the slide, but I wanted to say it. Uh, coupons on eBay for those stores. You can use a Lowe's mover card at Home Depot. Nine times out of 10, you got to call your Home Depot to make sure. But I haven't had any problems in, um, in, in St. Louis using the Lowe's mover coupon at Home Depot and stacking it with whatever their deals are, right? So I want to tell you, um, so Carolyn says, I watched the wholesale unit the other day, blown away by the amount of information you provided. You're welcome. We're going to talk about that in a minute. Um, so how I really, really, really got good at retail arbitrage during Q4 was in 2018. Before 2018, I was primarily a beauty seller. I sold tons and tons and tons of beauty. Um, and I was stuck at Kohl's and Dollar Tree. The, I was doing beauty, I was doing Kohl's, and I was doing Dollar Tree. And in 2018, in October, I was introduced to FBA Insiders Retail Arbitrage Leads Group with Tony and Paul. And I, here, let me just click. Um, I learned so much. Uh, so what I do is when I spend money on something, so if I spend money on tactical arbitrage, I need to make that money back in the first week of the month. I need to make that $89 back in the first week of the month by sourcing. When I joined FBA Insiders, I joined at the three-month level, which was $399 at the time. I'm not sure. Um, they might be changing things. But uh, I wanted to make $399 back in the first week, and I did it. So for me, um, this was an invaluable learning because I learned, like, I mean, the testimony is, is right there. My heavy hitters before joining FBA Insiders Retail Arbitrage was Kohl's, Dollar Tree and beauty, right? That doesn't work. That doesn't work. I need a lot more. I had a ton of capital to invest. Now, Walgreens, World Market, Big Lots, Home Depot, Lowe's, Walmart, Target, Five Below. Like, that's plenty of places to source, right? But I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have been able to, to master World Market, Big Lots, Home Depot, Lowe's, uh, well, Target, and Five Below, Walmart, I was pretty good at, um, before I was in this group. So, if you want more information on the Retail Arbitrage Leads Group and website, they have, they list their bolos all over. They also have training. They also provide coupons. Like they'll, they'll say, hey, this is, there's a coupon here or grab your coupons this, you know, or whatever the deal is. Or if they have, um, you know, if they see that a cashback website has a good, you know, hefty discounted gift card or cashback, then they're going to post it. So it's not just be on the lookouts, which they're doing and they do really good. Um, it's also lots of leads and quality content that you're gonna get from Tony. And you also get all of these too. So they're Walmart, gift card ninja, customer messaging, all these things, right? Um, so if you're interested in that, click that link to learn more. That's how I learned the retail arbitrage for Q4. That's how I learned it. That's how I learned it. All right. Um, Wholesale. Is that right? Yeah. Wholesale. So I've been working in wholesale several years, but more so grocery in the past, you know, eight months, nine months. Um, what I like 
you'll need to review. If you want to learn wholesale, review the uh, wholesale unit, right? Because we have a training, we have, we have lists of suppliers that you can audit, all of that. But the top level, super high level, make a list of the brands you can sell, right? Make a list from Walgreens or wherever. Start calling those manufacturers and creating relationships with them. Okay, we talk about this in the wholesale site, the wholesale training. If they won't sell to you, find their distributor in your area. Make a goal around calling five to 10 wholesalers per week. So if you're looking to get into pet wholesale, you could go to our wholesale unit, find the distributors, start calling, making those relationships, and uh, that's what you can start doing. You can still do that in Q4, like totally. So online arbitrage, uh, we taught this class and we're actually gonna teach it again on Sunday, so a week from today. Um, you can source manually by going to websites and checking them against, against Amazon. You can run tactical arbitrage, which is what we use, or you can join an OA group. So we, Gabrielle and I, have online arbitrage loot group, you get the online arbitrage training, and you get, you know, when you sign up and you subscribe to one of our lists, then you get leads Monday through Friday, right? Um, we, well, Gabriella created with a partner um, a Chrome extension that has over 350 stores, online arbitrage stores. So head over, we have, we have 78 users, that's so exciting, and add it to Chrome so you can have those stores, that's free. That's pretty exciting. We've never done that before, so we like it, so go get it, right? Um, some of the uh, some advantages of joining an online arbitrage group is you can discover items you've never would have thought about. I had no idea that Macy's has gourmet food. Did you know that? I had no idea. So that's I learned that with online arbitrage. Um, it's cheaper than paying for all the tools separately. It saves you a significant amount of time because it's done for you. So online arbitrage lists is done for you. Our best, our best list is the premium. You get all three lists. It's 39 cents a lead. And it's really less than that because we give you so many bonuses. Um, you, can, you, can each, you, can each, you can take each lead to help find more items. For example, if it's one flavor of an item or one size of an item or one color of an item, you can expand to other flavors, sizes, and colors, other variations, right? So for the clothing list specifically, if you find... Um, some Christmas pajamas, and we're giving you the lead for the size medium, nine times out of 10, you can probably get the large and the small for profit as well, right? So if the medium is profitable, the other sizes are likely profitable as well. So you take the lead, it's, it's leading you to the profitable item, and then expand it, either other variations or other things on that website, right? Um, if you want more information on the OA loot list, click oaloot.com slash list, or you can PM myself or Gabriella. Okay, you can go with this one. So as part of OA, you can do Amazon to Amazon flips. However, there are some rules with this. So you can only purchase from Amazon as a seller. You don't want to use a third-party seller, and you cannot use your personal Prime membership. So what you will want to do is open a business account with Amazon, and when you do that, you get free shipping on items over $50 anyway. So you don't have to jeopardize your Prime membership. And then uh, we recommend using IP Alert, and this will help you check to see if you should sell that item or not on Amazon. And there's a guide here that you can click on. Yep. It's a Chrome extension. Um, I believe it's a yearly, we pay a yearly fee for it. I think it's one time. It's, yeah, it's like a, it's like a one or, or one time license fee, right? 
one-time license, right? Yeah, so it's not even, it's just a one-time license fee, right? And then um, it's fantastic. So when you, when you're sourcing, what will happen is if you find something, for example, uh, North Face, a little alert will pop up and it'll tell you, hey, this is known for filing IP claims. So it kind of helps you avoid selling products that will come after you. Right, <laughs> right. So, um, you know, the managers of this software are always getting um, new IP claim. Like if someone says, hey, this brand, they need to have several um, people chime in. This brand typically does IP claim. Then they'll put it on as an alert. Um, and if you want, during the Q&A, I can find one. Okay, she's gonna find it. Okay, um, so Amazon, yeah, so I don't really do Amazon to Amazon flips, but a lot of people do. So just be aware that's that's the how to do it. Okay, so Black Friday is an annual event, and here are some tips from online arbitragers that I learned year after year. So mark your calendar, and this is really for all of it, but Black Friday specifically, um, you want to start reviewing things two weeks ahead. Um, and I have, we, we linked last year's Black Friday sourcing strategies for all the different stores that I went over. I'm going to do that again in e-commerce empowerment this year. Um, so it will be during the week of Black Friday. So if you want that, you'll need to be a member of e-commerce empowerment. That's exclusive for them. Um, and so make sure you have your funds ready and in place, right? We talked about that. Um, do you have a backup plan if one of your cards goes crazy for some glitch or another, um, your, or your transactions don't go through, right? So um, one of the thing is, make sure, uh, you know, if, they, if you have text alerts, because my Bank of America, they like to say, no, if I make too many big purchases in a row. So um, usually I can just text them back, but just know, right? Um, and if you're going to be managing gift cards from Raise or wherever, you can add your gift cards to your Raise app if you didn't know that. Um, so if you have gift cards from Gift Card Granny and then you have some from Cardpool and then you have some from Raise, you have, you can put all of them into Raise into the app and you can use them that way. Know all the deals before and after. So not all the sales happen on Friday. They absolutely start happening the week before Black Friday, especially if you're doing any kind of, I know this from extreme couponing. Um, there will be pre-sales and pulse sales, flash deals going on during the event itself. Um, so for me, I know that all of the, um, the drugstores have sales starting the Saturday before uh, Black Friday all the way through the Sunday after Black Friday. Um, so, but for, if you're brand new, you're like, all right, Jess, I'm going to master one store. So what I do is you say, okay, if that store is Walgreens, right, then I'm gonna go and look at 2019 and see what the sales were, right? Or if you joined FBA Insiders Retail Arbitrage Group, you can go look at last year's Walgreens deals. And then you can expect that we'll have similar deals this year, right? So those are things to think about. Um, and subscribe to newsletters, email. You might want to have like another email address where you get all of the deals, right? Um, and so you can get all those coupons or text alerts because you'll also get, you can sign up for various stores and they'll give you, you know, 10% off, 40% off, whatever coupons also in your text messages. So that's just another layer. But if this is overwhelming, pick one store, subscribe to all of their stuff and master it and then do the next store. It can get very exciting and overwhelming. So if you're brand new, pick one store, the store that's nearest you or most abundant in your area. Okay. Da, 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 separate email. Yep. Okay, get more for less. Uh, this this one is not an art, but be known 
um, that you can get more with less money. Okay, so this is when I'm talking about the stack, right? So um, especially in online arbitrage loot group, I say, uh, here is the coupon for the store, specifically like Rite Aid, right? Um, and then I say, your discounted gift card is 7% at gift card granny. Then I say, your online rebate at Rakuten is 4%, right? That is what I call a stack. And we'll talk about Kohl's. Kohl's is a specific one that I've been doing for many, many years. So that's why we're going to talk about Kohl's specifically tonight. Um, but each store, each store, whether it's retail arbitrage or online arbitrage, has the opportunity for deal stacking, discounted gift cards, cash back, rebates, and then discounts at the store. Um, I'll be writing a separate, check out the cash backs here and don't forget the discounted gift cards. Okay, blah, blah, blah. Um, speedy delivery is key. Um, so consider upgrading your shipping when you are buying from stores to get your shipments faster so you can send them out faster or be on time for Black Friday um, so you can send them out to Amazon as soon as possible, okay? And especially now, right? So everything is weird right now. So make sure that when you're doing online arbitrage that you're getting that premium shipping if you can. If, if, it's, if it's still gonna be profitable, make your, you know. So for online arbitrage, just one other tip. I always open a batch in Inventory Lab before I even press purchase. I need to know the profitability. And then I will calculate, if I'm gonna upgrade my shipping, it's $25, I'm gonna put that in the cost of goods, right? Because that's part of it. So think about that. Okay, so these are all the links. We're not gonna go through every single one, but these are all the links to the Black Friday um, strategy sourcing videos for all these different stores that I went through last year. Like I said, I'm gonna do it again for 2020 during um, Black Friday or the week before, whichever I can get my hands on the, um, the ad scans because that's important. You need to know what the ads are going to look like. And usually it's that Saturday right before. So I try to start getting my content out um, that weekend. So, you know, so that the people that are sourcing have more information. So when you, you know, when we're done with this, go in and click on any of these, or if you're in e-commerce empowerment, you can navigate to the Black Friday unit and rewatch whatever you want. Okay. So, uh, for Kohl's specifically, um, so you're going to go right to clearance, right? So nine times out of 10, the things I'm buying are on clearance. Um, markdowns range from 60 to 90%. There's no set sale date, but usually seasonal. So when they are moving from one season to another, you're going to find the markdowns happening and they'll start at like 50, 60% they'll get deeper and deeper as the weeks go through. So if Kohl's is one of the stores that you're going to ma master, then what I do is I set, I usually go Tuesday, Wednesday, right? And I'll go to my Kohl's and I have seven Kohl's that I go to, seven or eight Kohl's that I go to. Um, and I put it in a rotation. So if I'm going to Kohl's one, two, three this week, I'm not gonna go back to those next week. I'm gonna go to four, five, six, seven, right? And then I'll probably wait a week and then do it again, okay? Um, so I look for clearance in children's, intimates, men's, women's, uh, toys, and other departments, shoes, backpacks, um, fitness, kitchen, all of it, actually, and also bedding and linens. I Really, all of it. Um, I don't typically buy toys there because they are pricey, with the exception of FAO sorts. So if you can sell FAO sorts, 
Um, I do a lot of uh, a lot of their plush, right? And I think they have some other like box items, like magic uh, magic sets and stuff. So you want uh, you can check the prices prices using the Kohl's app. So if it if you don't know if this tag is right, or maybe you have a couple of different clearance tags, you can use your Kohl's app um, and it will show you. If you, you don't want to have to go all the way over to one of those scanny thingies, right? Um, and you can find that many items will be cheaper than the advertised price because the tags haven't been changed over, right? So if I'm in week three and I go going back to store one, two, three, and I was like, well, you know what? This looks, all of these other styles of bras were marked down except for this one. Well, I'm going to scan it because it's probably the lower price, just like the other colors or whatever. Now this is where uh, your Sharpie comes in handy. On the sticker, only mark the real price, price so you know it needs to ring up at checkout. This is up to you, right? Um, because I will have one or two carts full. It's hard for me to do both. It's hard for me to be taking things off of the hangers and then also going over and making sure that that's ringing up right, right? So for me, um, and I kind of try to put the ones that I sharpied like in one pile, like in, or in one car or in one <laughs> baby seat, right? Cause that's where I put myself, um, to know that, oh, you know what? I need to make sure that these scan these last, right? So I can be watching. Um, if you use Scatify and nothing comes up, use the seller app. Sometimes, um, things will appear in the seller app that won't appear in Scatify, you know, no app is 100% perfect. Um, and especially if you're talking about one bra that has several different like variants, you're like, you know, that's on there. So just navigate over to the seller app and see if, if it comes up there. Um, you're going to use your Kohl's coupons. Sometimes uh, Kohl's cares. Okay. So uh, Kohl's cares, some toys, and then Nike and Under Armour and Adidas, they are excluded from the discount, right? So if you have a discount, 20% off, 30% off, whatever, it's not going to count on those, but you can get the Kohl's cash on the total purchase, right? So you'll still get the Kohl's cash on that purchase, just not the discount. And so what I do is I will go buy a bunch of bras and pants and shirts, and then I'll take my Kohl's cash and I'll buy my Under Armour with it or my, or my Nike, right? Um, so that's how I do, or the toys. If there are some Legos that are on sale, I have, I have bought a couple of different Lego sets, but not very much. Um, I'll use my Kohl's cash. Um, if you don't already have a Kohl's charge, you can, you can open one and get percent off coupon. As soon as I use my card for purchase, I head straight to customer service and pay it off. Um, you can also just do $1 on your Kohl's card and then the rest on like your business card, whatever it is, debit or credit card, you know, with credit, always pay it off and you know, don't, don't pay interest. All right. Uh, look online for promos. So Sometimes, like today, I got a 30% off. I'm not going to use it because I didn't go to Kohl's today. So I gave it to Andrea, right? In a giveaway in e-commerce empowerment. She can add that code to her app and then it comes up for her, right? Because I gave her the code. Uh, so sometimes you might have got a 20% off, but someone else got Harvest 30 probably, a 30% off. You can add that um, online. You can add it, like if you log in on your computer, and you go into Kohl's, you can add it like as a coupon and then it'll show up. You'll refresh your app and it'll show up in your app. Um, it'll, it, your Kohl's app wallet. And when you're showing your Kohl's app to the cashier, they can see everything now. So they can see if you have, um, I, I obviously have my phone. If you have discounts, if you have any gift cards loaded or merchandise credit, 
right? They, they can see all of that on there. Um, you can return your Amazon purchase to Kohl's and get 20, 25% off coupon. So if you don't have any, <laughs> if you don't have any coupons, but you do have something you can return to Amazon, I'm not saying buy things on Amazon just to return to my Kohl's. Like, don't, don't do that. But if you do have something, you can go get that 25% off. Um, and that you can use on your entire order um, at any time. This coupon will reprint on the return receipt. Um, and it, some of those are also on sale on eBay. Um, so use your percent off coupon with a dollar off coupon. Um, like, so I think it's Intimates 10 or something right now, $10 off an Intimates purchase of $40 or more. You can couple that with your percent off coupon, 20% off, 30% off, whatever it is. Um, so, uh, and then those will be applied first. And then any dollar off coupon like Kohl's Cash or Rewards Cash will be applied after. Um, finally, one store-wide percent off discount will be applied, right? Make sure that you are signing up for the free Yes to You Rewards. You get one point for every dollar you spend and you'll get a $5 cash coupon for every $100 you spend. Your balance is emailed to you at the beginning of each month. Um, and then, you know, think about one other thing. Um, you also get a birthday reward and you usually get a reward on your your Kohl's anniversary. So I, I got $13 last time because I've been with Kohl's for 13 years. Um, and then my birthday is December 11th. So I got my birthday, I don't remember what it is, five bucks or something um, on my birthday. So December, so that's good because it's Q4. So maybe your birthday just happens to be November, maybe, I don't know, or your husband's birthday, spouse's birthday, just saying. Uh, Gabriella is like, she's like laughing at me. Okay, um, earn Kohl's cash. So on Black Friday, uh, there's two times a year that you can get $15 for every $50 spent. Black Friday and then Kohl's anniversary, right? Um, typically it's $10 for every 50 uh, spent or $5 for every 25 spent. So if you're not familiar with JCPenney, JCPenney does $5 for every 25 spent. JCPenney and Kohl's are competitors, so now they have to match each other's little um, advertising, right? Um, find out when Kohl's cash is being given out um, and when it is time to redeem it, because this is what I'm saying. If you are going in because you, you know, maybe you have room on your card or whatever, um, and you're not getting Kohl's cash back, but then in three days they do it, you can take your receipt back to the customer service, have them re-ring it, and then you'll get the Kohl's cash. I don't like to do that because it is a waste of my time, but in the event that I have a ton of room on my coals and then I, I want to get it and I just want to get out of there, maybe I got to do something in a couple days, I will do that. And then I can co come back later and get my coals cash um, if it's a later date. If you have to let your coals cash expire, maybe you're out of town, um, you are allowed to redeem it up to one week. You need to be in store to do that though. I have not found a way to do it online. Um, use discount on gift cards. These can be purchased on eBay or any of the gift card websites. Add your gift card to your account immediately, right? So if you go on raise, um, you can get your, and then you add it to your Kohl's wallet, okay? Um, I feel like, okay, good. Um, you can, sometimes at some stores, they will allow you to use your tax exemption at customer service. Your store will vary, right? Some of them say it or not. Um, so Kohl's Terms of Service state that resellers are not eligible for their rewards, so be cautious and be aware that you may lose all of your re rewards and your account could get flagged. So we had some other sellers in, I think in this group and then other groups 
that lost, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars of Kohl's cash because they were flagged as a reseller. So your mileage may vary. If this happened, you can try to open a new account with a new email and different information. There are no guarantees. And then we have a Google document with our favorite brands. Um, so you can review that um, at your leisure. Um, and then, so what I would do with this document is I would just start um, putting in all of these brands and then highlight which ones you can and cannot sell, right? Then you have done your homework and you're starting your Kohl's mastery. Okay, I'm gonna let you talk. Oh yeah, back to the, um, the brand. So what I do is I will have my Seller Central screen open and I will have the website open, but you can just have the brand sheet open. And then I will go through and I'll, I'll put Carter's um, as the ad product and then I'll see what comes up. And if it says that I need approval, then I'll click uh, to get it, see if I can get approved. So I'll go through all this list and go through all those brands and then go to add a product and see what I can and cannot sell and then try to get approval that way. So that way you know what you can look for when you go to Kohl's. Right. Okay. Perfect. Oops. Present. The next one. Yeah, I know. It's like, because we're it's like on... Yeah, there we go. So inventory management. Monthly inventory fees do go up during Q4. So from October to December for standard size item, it's 240 per cubic foot and 120 per cubic foot for oversized items. And from January to September for standard, the same item is 75 per cubic foot and 48 cents per cubic foot if um, it's oversized. So you can see that is almost triple during Q4. So keep this in mind when you're planning your inventory. Uh, if items are not doing as great as you hoped or the prices are starting to tank, try to create bundles or multi-packs for those items. So if you're checking Keepa and you notice that the prices are not going to go up, see what else you can do with them. Awesome. Go ahead. So shipping strategy, you want to send your shipments in September, October, and November. By December, you would like to switch to manual to merchant fulfilling if it's an item that should arrive by Christmas, because at that point, it's going to take too long to get in there. And I personally stop shipping to FBA by December 6th and do all manual merchant fulfilling after till December 20th. And then I take a break with family. Yeah. So that's me. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that, that's kind of my rule. And it kind of depends on what day the 6th is, right? Um, and also it will be dependent on what it looks like this year, right? So December 6th last year might be completely different than December 6th this year, okay? Um, so just be in the groups and be aware and be, be mindful of what their check-in times are. Um, and if you want to go over to the retail arbitrage training and look up inventory placement, you might want to do that. Um, it, it might help or premium placement. Those are add-ons to your account. Um, you have to pay extra for it. But just think about that for Q4. Um, and then after December 20th, like nothing, like for me, I'm like, nope, done. Like all the rest of the sales are going to be um, FBA. I'm not going to be merchant, merchant fulfilling. Plus it's like, you just lay back and count your money. Okay. So merchant fulfilling in Q4. So there are things that I've literally added to my cart and listed from the store that sold within 24 hours or less. Right. Um, so in order to merchant fulfill toys, we are looking at the 2019 because they haven't, I have not seen an email that communicates what the merchant fulfill um, requirements are. So we're just gonna go with what they said in 2019 is that you needed to, if you want a merchant fulfill toys, which is the biggest category in, in, in Q4, 
you'll need to merge and fulfill 25 or more items prior to the deadline. So the 2019 deadline was October 14th. I expect that they're going to be sending an email pretty quickly. Um, it came out on August 1st last year, so I'm not sure if this whole COVID thing is why they haven't sent out communications. Um, and those 25 items do not have to be toys. You can merge and fulfill anything as long as you are meeting those shipping requirements that we talked about a few slides ago, right? That's what they want. They want to know that you are a serious seller, that you are shipping on time, that you're meeting your metrics. That's why they have that requirement. If you do not merge and fulfill 25 items prior to the deadline, you will not be able to merge and fulfill toys in Q4. You will be able to likely merge and fulfill other things, other categories, but specifically not toys, right? Um, so we have our free guide for setting up your shipping templates because you're gonna have different sizes, so different prices for your merchant fulfill. You're gonna charge a customer or if you're going to do free shipping, which I do not do, I have, I have it all like your product is this and then this is how you pay with for, for shipping. And it has been no big deal, by the way. Make sure you have shipping material. So we talked about all of the shipping materials that we've been working, you know, boxes and tape and all of that. Be prepared because they come in quick, right? So don't list a hundred squishmallows and not have any, any poly mailers. Don't do it because they'll, they'll sell and then you'll be in trouble. <laughs> so what I say is list one item, sell it, ship it. If it's your first time doing merch fulfilled, list one, get the hang of it and then do it again, do it again, do it again. Did you have something? Yeah, so last year um, I recommended for the, to get the 25 items, it was a bagel seasoning, Trader Joe's, it's like $2. Yeah. And this thing literally sells thousands a day. So you're not gonna make money on it, absolutely no money to be made on this bagel seasoning, but it does a job of having you send out 25 orders super quick, probably a day or two. See how many sellers are on this year, but this is the one item I would recommend doing just so that you get this, this taken care of and you meet those requirements. Yep. So it's Trader Joe's. Yep. Everything bagel seasoning. But if you don't have a Trader Joe's near, I know it's a regional store. Just think something like that, like a two dollars spice, and look at the um, the the Keepa chart and in the rank and see. You just want something that's low rank, it's cheap, two dollars. Just something that you can just get out quickly. Right. Right. Exactly. Okay. Um. Okay. So this is the uh right here. This is what I meant to put your first sale, this is from 2019. So that, I, I expect them to send it soon. We should be should getting- be like any day. <laughs> right, um, because today, yesterday was a 15th, right? So that's that was 19. Okay, so another thing that if you're a brand new seller, um, we always say you need to at minimum be using the Amazon repricer. You want to, um, one second, um, you want to be repricing to stay competitive with the marketplace. Um, we use Aura and we have the video and then the info guide on Aura. Um, paid repricers are typically more uh, robust than just the Amazon repricer. So this is some information, um, prices change. There, this is the information on Aura if you're interested in learning more about Aura. Um, so that's what we do. But at minimum, you should be using the Amazon repricer so that you can stay competitive with the competition, right? Um, getting, trying to get that buy box. That's, that's really what you want. So I've used Sellerbench to uh, recover reimbursements. 
So if you are, uh, you know, small, medium seller, and you have not audited your, audited your account for reimbursements, um, damage in the, in the warehouse, uh, loss in the warehouse, all these reimbursements, um, I've been, I've recovered over five, well, okay, I didn't recover. Seller Bench has recovered over $5,000 for me. It's like something like 5,600 now um, over the years of damage inventory, lost inventory, that kind of stuff. Um, so I, I put the video uh, link here of their service. Um, and obviously that's spelled wrong. But, um, and then the, uh, what we can, let's see. Oh, you received an email. Sarah received an email on July 28th from Amazon. Was it with regard to um, merchant fulfilling? Because I didn't see that. Okay, here, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Andrea saying, this year's MF Toys. Okay, good. Really? Where did you get this email? Okay, your first sale on Amazon must be prior to September 1st. You need to have one sale before September 1st, which is now, right? You must have processed and shipped at least 25 seller fulfilled orders from August 15th through October, 2020. Your pre-fulfillment cancel rate must be no greater than 1.75. And I could not find this email. I'm glad somebody had found it. From September 15th through October 14th. Your late shipment rate must be no greater than 4% from September 15th through October 14th. Your order defect rate must be no greater than 1% as of October 14th. Oh, I did not, I did not, I did not uh, check far enough. <laughs> That's the problem. Okay, thank you so much for chiming in. So I can, I can get that updated. I'll just have to check my emails because I have like over 99,000 um, emails, 99,000 emails from Amazon, I feel like. Okay, um, so this is your plan of action. Make sure your business is set up, right? You gotta do that first. Make sure your account health is in good standing and your IPI scores are good, as, as best as you can make them at this point. Start getting engaged in toys. Start getting engaged in toy brands. Make sure you have your finances in order and make an inventory plan. So that is, I mean, that is the gist of all of it, right? Um, we have some resources if you need inventory lab. Um, we have a discount for Aura. We have a discount for Seller Bench. We have a discount for IP Alert, Tactical Arbitrage Free Trial. Um, and links to Rakuten and Raise if you're interested. If you haven't signed up for any of those, those are the links. So now is the Q&A. So I think um, unless they want, unless anybody wants me to go back to a slide, I'll just go ahead and have us here. Um, and then let me double check. I just want to double check a couple things. So no questions and answers and no chats. Okay, here. And then let me just double check. Thank, thank you, Sarah, for giving that. Yeah, got it in July. I only looked in August. So thank you, sorry about that. I should have looked longer, farther back. Okay, so if you guys have any questions for Gabriella and I, or if you are watching the replay, be sure to tag us so we get that notification. For those of you that are on Zoom, Cindy, hi Cindy, um, we will send you the replay. I just have to let it load on my computer um, and the resources. So um, it will have the PDF document and you'll have access to all of those links that we clicked through. I tried to make it um, as good as, as, as user-friendly as possible. Um, and, and yeah, so um, let's see, let's double check. Okay. Okay. So I think that'll be it. So if you guys have any questions, you know, to, you know what to do. All right. Anything else, Gabby? No. Nope.
Thank you. All right. Thanks. Have a good night.